and I, I don't have any any credentials whatsoever as a, as a gardener. I'm not a master gardener or anything like that. Um, I, I do think that the garden I have is a credential. I think I'm one of those guys that if you drop me off on an island and gave me a pack of seeds and said, don't die, I think I could probably do it. Um, <laughs> so, I, um, I would like to be on your island as well. <laughs> exactly, yes. Listening to the Maritime Gardening Podcast, episode 94, brought to you by Vessi Seeds and Safer's Gardening Products. Well, folks, this is the last podcast I'm going to record for 2019. I'll be back in 2020, but uh, usually around this time of year, end of November sort of thing, I, I wrap it up for the season, take a little hiatus, take a couple months off, and I usually come back around uh, uh, the end of February, early March sort of thing, and talk about where I'm going to put everything in my garden, do one of those sort of things. Um, so. For the end of the end of 2019 season, I thought I'd do the same thing I did last year and bring back the beginning. <laughs> Go back to the beginning. Bring back Dave Doggett, the uh, mastermind that got this whole thing started. Um, Dave, why don't you say hello? Hey, hey, Greg. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, uh, the way this whole thing started, uh, you know, some of you might be watching me because you watch my YouTube videos, but I didn't start off on YouTube at all. I started off doing podcast, audio podcasts. And, and that whole thing started because uh, I emailed Dave and uh, there, was a, there was a gardening blog called Maritime Gardening, I think, and uh, that Dave had created. He had a series of blogs. He had Maritime Gardening he had, or Nova Scotia Gardening or something like that. He had uh, Nova mm -hmm. Scotia Fishing, Nova Scotia Hunting. That, this was back in the early 2000s when uh, blogs, or not blogs, um, message boards were the thing. Yes. Dave, yeah. And David made these really awesome, uh, very successful uh, message boards that at the sort of heyday of that. And if you were a, an angler or a hunter or an outdoors person in Nova Scotia and you want to know anything about anything, you went there and you, you put it up as a question and some guy would answer it. Um, it's, you know, uh, he, he sold those off and they become, uh, they're still semi-useful, but there's a lot of, mm. a lot of trolls and flaming now. <laughs> and I mean, that's just no. become the, the, the culture. You know, I think the culture of, of, of online chat, you know, mm. sort of dynamics has changed. You know, initially it was much more innocent, innocent, and so on. And now, um, mm. it seems like everywhere you go, there's some bully that just wants to sort of, uh, you know, control the space. Um, not to say that there isn't good places to go, but anyway, getting off on a diatribe here. So, <laughs> I said to Dave, I emailed, I said, "What happened to that thing? Where is it?" You know, and he said, "Oh, I get out of that. I sold that thing." Uh, but I'm doing this podcast thing now. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And he, he said, oh, you know, you've got an interesting uh, voice. Maybe uh, you want to do something. And I thought, well, maybe I'm being recruited to be a porn star. But I decided to. <laughs> you <laughs> I just, were. I just, exactly. Yeah. I decided to trust the guy. And uh, because I, I sort of had a semi-relationship because, you know, when I, I used to be a regular. Um, I would read and contribute and post on the maritime the fishing one. Mm -hmm. and I would see posts from Dave. He seemed like a normal sort of guy. <laughs> Likes <laughs> fishing. How bad could he be? Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we recorded this. Uh, we, did, you know, he, he came up with the idea of maritimegardening.com, the podcast, and we recorded our first episode. And we got Dave here with us today, and he's in his minivan. And my, my favorite episode is that I, of all the podcasts I think I've ever recorded is the very first one that I recorded with Dave 
in the minivan, the very minivan. Is it the same one? This, this would indeed be the same vehicle. In that yes. very minivan. So I basically met a guy in a parking lot to record this. First <laughs> this is getting worse. Some guy. Um, the Tim Hortons parking lot. Uh, yep. <laughs> so yeah, I met him in a parking lot and we sat in his van in the parking lot and recorded the first episode of, uh, of Maritime Grinding Podcast. And it's a great episode. And yeah. uh, the audio is crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out very well. So uh, yeah, you might as well say, why, why is it that you like, because uh, you don't always record in your van, but you do sometimes. I, mean, I remember we used to no. do a lot, of, a lot of the episodes when we record these, you'd be where you live in Bridgewater. And my, I live where I'm near Halifax. You'd be in your right. Family. Yeah. I, um, other than the first episode when we met in person and, uh, and recorded, I just, you know, I kept trying to find a, a location in, in my house and my office and it's just the audio wasn't great and i'm like you know i think i'm gonna go sit in the van and try that and it's perfect uh i mean i'm not using as high a quality of microphone at this given time but um the audio the acoustics in a, in a vehicle are generally pretty good yeah um so i mean you know i don't live in my van even though it's starting to look that way um <laughs> but uh but it's a great recording studio. So if if, uh, if anyone out there is listening, uh, you know, needs to record some audio, or I mean, I've gone to my van just to do phone calls with certain clients because well, I have a couple of noisy kids as well in the house, so that plays into it. But anyway, here we are. Uh, I don't know how many years? How many years later? Uh, when did we start? Was it 2015? I think it was. I think I think so. So we're looking at you know, three four years. This is season, I think this is the fourth year. I think it was, 20, yeah. it was 2015 was the like the worst garden I ever had. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> sticks out, yeah. started being a gardening uh, person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, um, I, I, I can remember vividly uh, when you called me for the first time before we even went on this venture, but... Uh, I guess you might call me a bit of a talent scout, or maybe that's one of my abilities. Because I, I remember thinking, well, this guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Because I, I don't know anything about gardening. I mean, well, that's why uh, I sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> anybody would sound like they know. I know something. Me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a garden. Um, so yeah, it just seemed to make sense. And then you know, you 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 took it and ran and. Uh, and eventually, you know, it's like, there's no place for me. <laughs> there's no place for me here. <laughs> I still miss so I, you. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. I'm behind the scenes. You know, I still publish episodes and things like that. But uh, um, it's all good. Uh, I'm busy with some other things. And, uh, and uh, you know, glad to see you're, you know, you're, you're still going with it. Yeah, back, back then we were doing, uh, I, think, I think the first season we did an episode a week. Yes. Yeah. And back then, uh, my job was to just show up and be interesting. And, uh, <laughs> and Dave's job was to do everything else, uh, all yeah. the editing and all that. And I really miss mm -hmm. that because now I know all the editing. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know it's, anything about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're doing well. I mean, it's, um, it's intense for those who may not fully understand what it takes to you know, release even a relatively amateurish show. Um, yeah. You know, there's a there's a fair amount of work behind the scenes. So, kudos to you for taking on you know even more of that. 
Well, I should say, I mean, and that's, I started doing, for those that don't know, I started doing the YouTube uh, mm. videos just to get people to watch the podcast. Because <laughs> at yeah. the end of the YouTube video, I say, hey, watch my podcast. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that way more people watch the YouTube than, than watch the podcast. Right. Um, but I, I've stuck with the podcast because I, I, I've got a, a, a group of, I think, pretty dedicated listeners. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I hate to, I think they, I think they enjoy having the regular podcast and I'm going to stick with it for another season. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say that for, for next season, what I'm planning, to, it does take like, so I would say the work that goes into making one podcast is at least four times the work of a, of a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, one of my YouTube mm-hmm. videos anyway, and a YouTube video of mine might get uh, 10 times the views sort of thing. Right. Right. Um, so a lot goes into, it's just a different sort of dynamic. You're, 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 especially when it's it, actually, <clears throat> when it's a guest, when I have a guest, all the work is, 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 uh, getting the guest on the, just getting the guest, right. writing a long right. email. You got to write an email. You got to word it in a way that they don't mm. think you're crazy. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. don't know who you are. Right. Um, yeah. like, so, um, and that they, they, they're going to trust you that you're not going to like put some weird questions to them or, you know, get all weird on them on some conspiracy <laughs> theory or lizard people. Or right. Crazy. Um, yeah. So you got to build their, you got to basically take, say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make a video of you and put it on the universe to see, mm-hmm. and trust me, I'm not going to ruin your life while I do this. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Video. Video adds a whole new element to it. I mean, part of the attraction, I think, when we first were talking about doing the show was, you know, just acknowledging that we could, we can be in our pajamas recording a podcast. But, you know, I mean, not that we're all dressed up today or anything, um, but uh, it takes, you know, there's a, there, you have to be ready for the camera. Yeah, so. exactly. No, you gotta, you gotta just, can't just yeah. be here in your tidy whiteies with a cigarette right. in your mouth. That's how Greg did it in the early days. Spaghetti stains all over your shirt. Yeah, yeah, it does change the dynamic. So I, I should mm. give give people a sense of where this is all going next year. And Dave has right. got some stuff. We're gonna talk about gardening today. Do I, I haven't even talked about that? Yes. I mean, Dave and I just get yeah. talking. We thought we'd just uh, sort of have a, a fairly loose blowing episode today and and yeah. some jokes and have some fun um <laughs> so uh yeah for uh for next season for 2019 um for those that listen all the time everybody knows that i'm trying to write a book i mean i, I basically was i made a lot of headway of it in uh, late 2017 and then i went from being a part-time professor at university to a full-time employee for the provincial government and i haven't written a word on that book <laughs> since mm. Every once in a while, I'll open the file up and I'll, I'll have to read the whole thing just to figure out what I said. And then I end up right. rewrite, rewriting and rearranging and stuff. Um, but I haven't gotten anywhere with it. And uh, I have the, you know, I've, I've got a full-time job. I've got two young kids. I've got a wife and i got other interests besides, uh, you know, being a garden guy. Um, so the book's just getting put aside. And uh, I would mm. really like to get that done. And so what I'm going to do with the podcast to give myself a bit more time, and there's only so much time, I put it another way, I spend uh, eight hours a day in front of a computer in a cubicle in an office, and then I spend about an hour and a half a day driving. And I'm an outdoors person, so there's a limit to how much time I want to be spent hunched over a computer screen. Mm -hmm. And so something has to give, and so to keep all of this stuff going, the book just hasn't gotten anywhere, because the from my body's point of view and from my well-being point of view, it's, it's just like work. I'm sitting typing on a computer, mm-hmm. which is 
what I do. I want to be outside in my garden. I want to be out in the woods. I want to fish and I want to be doing stuff, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what my body wants to do. That's what my soul uh, yeah. wants to do. So to free up some time, I'm going to continue producing podcast episodes uh, next year, but I'm, I'm just going to do one a month. I hope people aren't. I'm going to continue to do the YouTube videos the same frequency I do right now. My, my rule for the YouTube videos is I do one a week, two if I feel like it, and more if I feel like it. Mm -hmm. And it usually works. Usually I go to my garden to make one video and I get an idea and I make another one and then maybe I get an idea and make another one. Mm -hmm. so, so you'll notice it's, I try to put something up on the weekend. I try to put something up in the middle of the week. And some weeks I've got even more. Like I just put one up this morning. It's uh, Friday. Um, November 22nd is record right now. Um, so it's, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, it, it's not a job for me. It, this is just something I enjoy doing and I enjoy um, sharing uh, with people and, and, and for anyone that's trying to learn uh, how to garden, especially adapt or, or relearn gardening as a no-till permaculture gardener. There's an incredible amount of information out there. And uh, a lot of times you, you do stuff that a guru says to do and it doesn't work. And it's it's a bit confusing. So, yeah, I found I found the whole exercise for me adapting to this approach has been complete trial and error. And uh, so I, I made this channel to just share the successes and share share the errors and mm. help just help anyone. It, it, the whole point of this, the, everything I'm doing here is for a version of me that existed five or ten years ago. This is all the stuff I wish I'd known five or ten years ago, right? Um, so yeah. it's always changing because there's some stuff I know don't know now that five years from now I might figure out, oh, I wish I knew that now, right? Um, mm. So it's, it's an ongoing thing, and I, I don't pass myself off as an expert because I'm wrong about stuff sometimes, right? So, and I, I don't have any any credentials whatsoever as a, as a gardening. I'm not a master gardener or anything like that. Um, I, I do think that the garden I have is a credential. I think I'm one of those guys, if you dropped me off on an island and you gave me a pack of seeds and said, don't die, I think I could probably do it. Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I would like to be on your island as well. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, to me, that's, that's the, you know, like whether you can grow like extra blue hydrangeas, uh, ooh, to me, Mm. You know, I don't want to offend anybody, but to me, who cares? You know, it's like, can you grow food? You know, can you can you make food out of the ground using your brain and mm. you know patience and just some yeah, just you know all that sort of stuff. I, I just love that mm -hmm. process. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the the plan for next year. The, the YouTube channel is going to continue as it is, and the podcast is going to have a, an episode a month. Um, and I, I might I might change my mind on that. I mean, it's it's. It's all up to me, I guess, but uh, mm. that's what I'm, as, as of right now, where I am this year, uh, I've done a lot of thinking about it, and uh, that's what I'm going to do. So there's still going to be podcasts, just not as many, <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. for that year, and we'll see where that goes, but I, I really would like to get a book done. I think in this business, um, you got to have a book, or basically you're, you know, and who knows, the book might be the worst book ever written, and no one will read it. I have no, I have no clue. Uh, you know, so. No, no, no. I remember telling you years ago, you know, that that would be a, a good angle would be for you to write a book. And Greg's problem is he's uh, he's a bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem, actually. That's that's actually a good a good problem to have. I don't have that so much. And sometimes <laughs> I get in trouble. But uh, but no, he's uh, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Well, that was the great thing about um, starting to do the videos and the podcast is that mm. uh, I don't claim to have any expertise on it. Um, 
so I didn't mind if things were flawed, you know, like I, I get annoyed when I can't stand when uh, there's a, a problem in my audio or if I've got a mm. bad, bad wind background on my videos or, um, you know, just by the camera angles poor, all that stuff annoys me. Um, but I, I, I've never told anyone I'm a, I'm a great filmer of things. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I don't, the, the perfectionism doesn't, it, it's an element, but it, it certainly doesn't run the show when it comes to making videos and podcasts because like I, I'm, right. I didn't even know anything about it. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and you know, you've done, yeah, you've done an amazing job with, you know, average equipment i mean that's, and i i think that i think that's appealing nowadays to an audience i really do i you know you don't have to have you know a ten thousand dollar camera and a and, and you know a three crew three person crew to 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 share what you know and it's obvious you know you've got a pretty loyal following and it's growing all the time so i, I think that element of real real realism or whatever it is is uh, is what's working i think the first season uh, of, of youtube videos was shot with a uh it's a, called a sony uh yeah blog sony bloggy it's a <laughs> tiny little uh camera it, it's it's smaller than a smartphone and it actually has like you can literally stick the camera right in your usb port um yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just the great it was so easy to use and like literally i'd record a video and stick it in my computer and and you know uh Initially, mm -hmm. I'd email all that stuff off to Dave, and he would edit it, and then I started editing yeah. it. Um, uh, but I noticed that camera, and if you listen to some of my old videos, there's this like, there's this sound. <laughs> you can the microphone because it, there's so much background noise outside that the microphone increases its uh, sensitivity, so it can mm. hear, hear me over the birds and the wind and all that sort of stuff. And because it's increasing yeah. its sensitivity, you can hear that the motor of the little, the little teeny tiny motor inside the camera, that's what you're hearing in that thing. <laughs> and then I, uh, uh, I switched to this other camera. My, my wife's uh, uh, father um, passed away a number of years ago and you know, we sort of got, took a bunch of his stuff, right? And one of the things we got was this, this Panasonic uh, camera uh, that uh, it, was sit it sat in a drawer for, I think, three years. And then I said to Joy, do you mind if I use that thing for making videos? Because this bloggy's got this sound I can't stand. So I used that thing for, I think, almost all of 20, uh, 20, uh, 2017 and some of 2018. That was a great camera, but something happened to it and it would get uh, mist inside of it. Mm. Fog. And you, so there'd be like a fog in front of the screen. It was, it was right. compromised. It's so foggy and, and wet here sort of thing. So it was compromised mm. in that way. Um, so then I bought like a $200, <laughs> which for someone who's in, like Dave uh, has yeah. nice stuff. Not He's not a cheap stuff like me. Um, I have no money, but I have nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I bought this $200 uh, Sony camera and that had that stupid sound and you couldn't plug a mic into it. So the camera I've got now, and because I've got you know sponsors and stuff like that, I actually spent a bit mm -hmm. of money on it. But even the camera I've got now, and you know, we're getting, it's not gardening or anything like that, but it was like a, <laughs> I think it was three hundred and something dollars. There it is, right here. It's uh, just for those that are interested. It's it's a Canon, and I get no money from Canon. Yeah, yeah. Canon Vivixia something something something. Uh, yeah. HFR eight hundred, and you can you can put a microphone into this one, right? Nice. And uh, so and you can you can turn this around so you can see. It's very important for those that yes, <laughs> you got to be able to yes. see yourself when you're filming yourself. To yeah. know that your face is in the frame, 
mm-hmm. to know that you haven't got snot running down your nose or some yeah. other thing. You know? yeah. <laughs> you gotta know yeah. like what's going yeah, yeah. on. Right? I think yeah. there was a video once where I did the whole video and I had this I had a toque on and it had like a bunch of fluff hanging <laughs> off the toque. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. and it was good stuff. It was good, good, good. I thought oh, it was good. Yeah. So I had to just leave it and look like some, you know, bum. Um no. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we did the first video in in, in Dave's van and um, and the rest is history. Um but uh, and speaking of podcasts and uh, and what you've got going on, so so Dave has his own podcast called um, Maritime Outdoorsman. Is that correct? Yeah, you got it. And you've got you how many got ep- how many episodes do you have right now? Uh, you know what? On- I started it back in 2013, kind of as a just a way to further market those online communities, message board sites. And uh, once I stepped away from those websites, I was like, well, I still want to do the podcasting. Uh, There's just something I like about it. But my regular work, which is video production, not not recording video, but producing sort of uh, infomercial type video productions for companies and products um, always gets in the way. Uh, You know, that thing that actually makes money. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I kind of, I, I just produce an episode whenever it works out. Um, but I'm, I'm determined. I'm in one of those up phases right now where I really want to produce more episodes. And I, I've recorded a few uh, recently and they'll be getting published. Since I think there's 25 ish episodes that I have now. Um, but uh, I'm hoping to do, you know, at least, at least one a month. I'm hoping. What's, what's the website address? Just MaritimeOutdoorsMan.com, and it's not just for men. That's just a general term. I realized after I set that up that that probably I could get some some flack for that. But uh, we have a lot of uh, lady listeners too. So uh, just MaritimeOutdoorsMan.com, and uh, and I'm hoping to have uh, you on. Yes. To talk talk about various things. I mean, uh, you love to fish. You you love the outdoors and you know, camping and that survival type stuff. And uh, I think there's, there's a lot of good things we can talk about together. Um, so hopefully we'll do that maybe over the winter. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, I, I've done some um, YouTube videos on that topic, but uh, mm. last winter I, I made a commitment to, I just noticed when I, when I do, I love doing those videos. Like I'll be out in the woods and talking, Oh, look at this knife. Look at this. Fire. Yeah. I love that stuff, but that's not what my channel is about. I mean, people, you know, my audience wants to, you know, wants me to talk about gardening. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're watching. They're not watching because they think I'm the most amazing uh, man that ever mm. lived. They're watching because they like what I have to offer in terms of gardening. Right. So right. Uh, I made that realization and I, I, I basically told the audience, I think in one of these podcasts, I'm, I'm, you know, it's got to be directly linked to gardening. Otherwise it's not mm. going to be on the channel. And maybe I'll do a separate channel on that sort of, it's not like there isn't lots of channels of sure. guys out in the woods talking about this ax and that knife and so all on. kinds I, I find a lot of them really annoying and i'd love the same thing i'd like uh, i started a gardening show i was like why, why can't these guys just talk about what you need to talk about you know mm. why can't they be a little more mm-hmm. pra- pragmatic and down to earth right you don't need a 300 dollar knife to be yeah. safe and you know to, you know you have to have a you know yeah. if you have, to go in the woods you should have 
source of fire, a compass, and a, a knife is probably right. know, basic things to bring with you. But you don't need a $300 friggin' knife. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're talking about that knife because the knife company that makes those gave yes. them one and probably gave them some money too, right? Yes. Um, yeah. It's just ridiculous, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I, I got too much stuff on the go right now. And, and maybe, oh, yeah. maybe when I retire and I'm old and weaker, older and weaker and less energetic, <laughs> I'll take that on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, but in the meantime, yeah. maybe, we, yeah, I can be on. Um, yeah, you'll be a uh, featured, featured guest. And uh, I think the plan is to just to give a. It's a, it's a good, uh, if you go on, if you go on the uh, MaritimeOutdoorsman.com uh, website, it's, uh, it looks very much, has a very similar look and feel to my podcast website because it's great it's, it. <laughs> it uses That's the, exactly guy. <laughs> the same code. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, if you go on there, it's, it, you know, he's got some great interviews with uh, various personalities in the, uh, you know, the fishing do you have any hunting guys on there too? You know, I do. I have a couple that are related to hunting. I just was never brought up hunting. You don't um, hunt. Yeah. I don't hunt. I, and as far as angling goes, uh, we are different, you and I. I'm more of a catch and release uh, angler and whatnot, but it doesn't matter. Um, but yes, my, I, I, I might steer it more towards the angling theme in the end, but yeah. for, for now, I, I have a unique situation where I know a lot of people yeah. in the outdoor space and I just every once in a while I'm like man I've really got to I've really got to start using that using those connections uh, and getting their stories you know because who doesn't like hearing stories well, especially you know, like so. yeah like a fishing story that's the, the plan just to have a little teaser the plan for is for me to come on and tell this yes. amazing fishing story from my childhood <laughs> the most amazing probably the most amazing hour of my life I mean, I've had, I've had a couple of amazing two or three minute periods, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> not appropriate for the show, but the most amazing hour of my life was a, a, a fishing trip I was uh, on as a boy on the high seas. Um, that's awesome. I that's can't, can't wait say. to. Yeah, don't say anything more about it because we need it. We need it real. So that'll be good. It'd be good to have you on there. And, um, and yeah, so. And you're going to be pumping out some episodes. So I'm going to be downloading those and listening to them on my car on my boring, boring, boring commute to work. Um, awesome. That's the great thing about podcast. I listen to, that's all I listen to. I, I can't stand listening. I listen to the radio for a minute. You turn um, it on and then there's a commercial. Right? Yeah, or, or it goes to some, some fluff rubbish that I don't care about. Mm. You know, someone's got a new hair to do. It's like, well, yeah. guess yeah. what this celebrity <laughs> had for breakfast or whatever. Yeah. Jeez, come yeah. on, man. Let's have a good conversation here. Mm. Um, so yeah, that'll definitely be worked yeah. into my uh, my commute uh, podcast rotation. Awesome. Uh, awesome. It's just uh, it's just it's great to listen to, to two people who know a lot about something talk to each other. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's like it is. Can I can I do you know? Can I can I reveal the guest you're going to have on? Uh, on uh, oh yeah, abso okay? absolutely. Yeah. So you're going to have a guy on there named uh, Perry Monroe. And when I was on the, uh, your, your um, message board, he used to post all the time. I, I, I could pick mm. him out of a police lineup. I know exactly what he yeah. meant. Um, <laughs> fascinating post, um, you know, mm. uh, just, uh, just in a, a sort of, how old is he? He is, and he probably wouldn't mind. He's, he's a little older than 70. Um, uh -huh. he, he's, he's, yeah, he's the same age as my father. And uh, 
I've known him for 30 years. Uh, anyway, I, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but yeah, he's, he's a super fascinating yeah. uh, outdoorsman, you know, just made his living uh, writing as an outdoor author, uh, photography, carving, uh, you know, wood carvings and, uh, and guiding, both yeah. fishing and hunting. And anytime I get a chance, like I, I'll, I love just sitting and listening to his stories and I was just like, I've got to get, I've got to record some of those and get them in. I don't know, you know, how I'm going to lay them out yet, but uh, anyway, if That's you're interested my... in the outdoors, yeah, this is, this is the guy to listen to. Oh yeah. No, he look, kind of looks like a, the outdoors version of Gandalf. Um... Yeah. Mountain man. <laughs> yes, mountain man. Mountain man. <laughs> just incredible. And so, so knowledgeable, you know, it, you know, like you, in the, in the gardening just but, well you uh, spend a lot of time focused on it and you're you know exactly. you're, you're always rethinking it and so on um mm -hmm. i also think you know especially uh, hunting and fishing it lends itself to stories i, I grew up in it, my father's side of the family they are all like they all hunt they all fish and mm. when people would get together for christmas or thanksgiving that's like the whole table would just be guys telling stories about this mm. fishing trip or that fishing trip and they'd be so uh, unbelievably animated, you know, uh, there was up here and went down like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that sort of body language, you know, and you'd yeah. be like, you're a kid just watching all these guys talk. Wow, you know. Yeah. Um, so they make it sound even more, I mean, uh, if some of those things aren't quite as exciting as they sound. Right. <laughs> but they right. make it sound really yeah. exciting. And they were talking about the most exciting moment of it, right? So, of mm, course, true. those moments are exciting. There's a lot of dr drudgery and waiting. I mean, you're like, yes. Um, uh, you know the the biggest uh, striped bass I ever caught was was this one. That's and, a good one. Uh, that's a thirty. Look at that guy. Look at look at that kid holding it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so a nice one. The youthful vibe, the vitality and youth, and the dark <laughs> hair. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the hairline. Oh, oh don't talk to me about hairlines. <laughs> I'm gonna like this uh, uh, but, a cool uh, mistress my friend it um, is <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that, that'll be that, good that fish like uh i spent five hours fishing and mm -hmm. that the landing of that fish was 20 minutes of that that was a great yes. 20 minutes but the rest yes. of it was boring as hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I like the waiting and the anticipation but uh well, to a point yeah i remember yeah it were maybe we're turning into turning this into the outdoorsman podcast um but I, I remember fishing 17 hours straight with my father for striped bass wow uh, without a bite without a bite well i mean we took a break to have a bite and maybe a short nap in the truck but yeah basically two days straight but anyway yeah if you like the outdoors check out the maritime that's outdoorsman the and, uh, and, and greg will be on there for sure, and that's, I mean, that's that's the place I'm going to go to scratch that itch. Uh, when yes, I, never they yes. will have me. I'm going to go because I, yeah, I, yeah. I clearly got the itch to talk about. Yeah, that you stuff. do. I, I, I love can, that stuff. I can I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what Dave's got going on. That's what's going on with me next year. With me, there's going to be there's going to be a podcast, just not quite as much. Um, hopefully, there's going to be a book. I can't. Ninety five percent confident there will be a book that. <laughs> available for now i don't know anything about it but i've had um author mm -hmm. robert pavlis on a number of times and he's given me some pointers on how to get this all uh sort of how to take a document you've created and get it to be a book nice i, I know nothing about this stuff so it's, mm -hmm. it's handy to know someone like that um, yeah so hopefully there'll be that and of course the youtube videos will be around and dave will have the 
uh, Maritime Outdoorsman uh, podcast and uh, with some great guests and some good content. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was going to slip in some gardening content with this one. We do have a bit of time left, so I uh, might as well try to get that in there. Um, I thought I would talk a little bit about, and uh, Dave, you just chime in wherever, if you've got a question, I mean, Dave is oh, not- Oh, I'll have questions. <laughs> Dave is not uh, an avid gardener. Um, nope. Uh, or a gardener. <laughs> but, At all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when we recorded this thing, sometimes he would ask uh, really good questions because there's a lot of, you know, when, you, when you're doing this stuff all the time, you don't right. always think what the uninitiated might think. So yeah. um, anything you think that someone might want to, uh, ask or whatever you I will at me and uh and by all means but uh, I thought I would do uh, a little bit of I'm just going to say what's still growing in the garden right now for those that uh, don't have a, a large garden or, or aren't uh, as into it as I am or or uh, just aren't fully aware of what you can uh get out of a garden um moving into late November I'll tell you what's what's still going on in the garden right now and then I'm going to talk a little bit, and it's all going to be very brief, but uh, what to do uh, what to do in the fall this time of year, what kind of activity uh, is going on in my garden. There's still, I mean, people don't think of this as a gardening time of year. I mean, people seem to put mm. all their energy into April and May or June. And uh, really, uh, there's a lot of the stuff you might do that time of year you should be doing now. And this is the best time of year to do it because there's no mosquitoes, there's no flies, it's the weather's... Generally speaking, it's uh, sort of nice weather. Um, it's, it's not too mm. hot, so you don't work up a sweat, and, and so on and so forth. Um, so uh, what's still growing in the garden? Right now, uh, in terms of greens, uh, and I mean, there's other things that could be growing if I planted them, of course, uh, but you're, you know, the coal crops, uh, kale, for me, that's kale, and uh, collards, and kohlrabi. They're still growing, and they're doing fine, except for the kohlrabi. The kohlrabi greens are great. Um, and the, the freezing and the thawing and the frost, all that improves flavor. So all those things are just better and better. Um, but the kohlrabi root, it's got this large turnip-like root that sits on top of the soil. Uh, I picked one uh, last weekend to use in our supper, and it, it had actually frozen. You, you can tell when you, when you cut into the root, the, the flesh should be kind of like a, a, a greeny white, I guess, like a, 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 very, a very white, but with a hint of green and it shouldn't be translucent. If the flesh is translucent, it's because it's frozen. It is frozen in thought or it's frozen. Basically, it's, it's been frozen and, and that's a, that vegetable cannot handle being, for the, the leaves, the, the foliage can handle being frozen in thawed as long as its uh, roots, as uh, long as the soil isn't frozen, as long as when it does thaw, mm. the roots can drop moisture from the ground. Um, but once that root freezes, that, that plant is, you can't even store it indoors. You've, you've got to use it in some way. You've got to make soup or whatever. Um, mm. So that's done, even though they're around. They're still out there. They're just got to be used. And really, once they freeze like that, they're only really good for soup. <laughs> I was going to say, are they good for anything once they're frozen? Yeah, like the texture that. store. I mean, the way I like to, uh, I'm, not, I'm actually considering not growing them next year. No one in my family likes them. <laughs> <laughs> And they're kohlrabi big. soup. You get like a kohlrabi bulb. It's it's big. It's it's like the size of a softball or bigger, right? right. Like really a big, big onion. Ones. Yeah, like a huge onion, right? Um, so they're and they have nice greens, and the greens are good. But uh, in, the the main thing you're growing is that root, and like basically, I have to blackmail my children to get them to eat it, or I have to, you know, <laughs> have some sort of you know, quid pro quo 
uh, type yeah. thing. <laughs> nobody likes it. <laughs> so uh, it's just like fried and bacon. Why am I growing this stuff that nobody likes? You know, like why don't yeah. I? And it, that's another. You know, if you've got a family, don't grow stuff nobody likes. I mean, if you if it's if you like it, grow a little bit for you. But you yeah. know, if you, and I've tried for years to get my family to eat this stuff, and this is like a a Cold War. <laughs> survival food you know like it's a great thing to grow and that grows really well in our climate right um but nobody likes it so, so. is it the flavor is it yeah. the flavor that yeah yeah it tastes like what's it taste like like turnip but not not even as good not as good as turnip like turnip <laughs> but not as good and who likes turnips right so, yeah hey, turnips turnip. are all right but i mean they're okay it, but you're not gonna be like hmm i think I, I think i'm gonna have a turnip today yeah, like you don't go to yeah. a high-end restaurant and they're like, this week, the special is turnip. <laughs> mashed turnip. Oh, mashed, yeah. I mean, mashed turnip's good if you put a lot of brown sugar and yeah. butter into it. Can you know? Yeah, candied candied turnip and, and roots are good with uh, brown sugar. Oh, yeah. Like last weekend, I tried to mash up the kohlrabi with brown sugar and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I still had to blackmail my son into watching it. it. Took him three days. You know, we have that rule: like if you don't eat it, you're gonna that's gonna be your supper tomorrow. You yeah, gotta, yeah. You got to finish what you didn't eat to eat tomorrow's supper, right? <laughs> and then, of course, you make sure that the very next day you make the most their their favorite friggin' thing for supper. Oh, right. Favorite dessert. You know, tomorrow we're having hot dogs, pizza, and <laughs> <laughs> ice you cream know. sundaes exactly and, and, and yeah. ice cream with cookies in it you know yeah uh, so, uh, so and the kid's just like crying and he's like, ah, this stuff tastes terrible i'd rather die than eat this right so, yeah I took my son uh, two like two day two two meals so like the next the next uh day he didn't so he didn't finish he wouldn't it. Either. there was like a little bit left so the next day he he wouldn't eat it he just wouldn't eat it at all. I think something yeah. had happened at the school, like they had some food there, so he wasn't super hungry. So he uh, yeah. skipped supper to get away from that kohlrabi. <laughs> right? A boy, like a you know, an eleven-year-old yeah, boy yeah. went with. I yeah. couldn't do. I was a huge kid, right? But yeah. Um, anyway, the next night he 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 because we had something. He choked my, it down. My wife picked like one of his. I can't. Remember, we had spaghetti, I think. Yeah. Um, this is one of his favorite things. Um, so my wife, like she, you know, I think did it up. wife seems to understand how to manipulate children better than me. Better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just saw like, do that. Cause I'm, uh, <laughs> uh your father. Cause I said so. Yeah. Your wife's more yeah. subtle and yes. better with the mind. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I don't know how I go on the topic. Kohlrabi. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do it next year. And if you, if you like it, yeah. great. Um, Dave, do you like Kohlrabi? Uh, <laughs> I would try it. I'm actually kind of hungry right now. Hungry enough to try karabi. Yeah, well, you'd have to be. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but the green, the, so the green leaves, you, you put it in a salad or? You cook them like collard greens or like kale. Oh, it's um, like, okay. Yeah. It, uh, I like that stuff. The, the green leaves of kohlrabi, um, they, they have the texture and flavor of collard greens, but they cook quickly like kale. Like a collard green, you mm. have to cook like half an hour. So you cook it a right. long time. Otherwise, it's, uh, it's, it's just not soft. And uh, right. also, it's sort of uh, farty. <laughs> 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 it takes a while. Like it, 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 your, your body digests it all the way down. It never stops digesting it. It takes a, it's a full digestive trip. 
And so you want to uh, cook it well. Yeah, you want to get have a good amount. Yeah. So the great thing about the kohlrabi is that um, the greens have the flavor of the collard green more so. Right. Like a kale doesn't taste like collards. It's similar mm. but not the same. Kohlrabi greens taste like collard greens, but they cook mm. fast. Two minutes, just like kale. Cook really gotcha. fast. Gotcha. So if, if, if they could develop a variety of kohlrabi that gets a pathetic root and massive leaves, I would be all in. And if any of, anyone mm. watching this knows of something like that, that's great. I find the ones I grow, they tend to get like huge uh, root and these like sort of kind of not, not very impressive leaves. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway. If there's so any geneticists watching or listening, you can maybe you can work on that. Hey, make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I've got growing. I, I do have Swiss chard in the garden, but it's getting too cold for Swiss chard. A lot of people talk about Swiss chard being this invincible plant, but um, it, it can't. It can only take so much cold, and it can't take as much cold as kale. There's a point in the fall, in late fall, where the Swiss chard it changes color and it becomes this dark, 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 dark green, and and it it doesn't. You know, the, the tough greens they freeze and they thaw. They freeze at night and they thaw in the mm. day. Uh, Swiss chard, it freezes and then it thaws, but it's not alive when it thaws. It thaws dead. Mm. <laughs> it looks like it's been cooked. It just lays down. It looks like it's been mm. cooked. It's just like, oh, like it's dead. Yeah. You, you've, so the, the plant might still be alive. The plant is still alive. Um, a lot of Swiss chard, the, the plant and its roots and all that will survive the entire winter and come back in the mm. fall. But the mm. foliage, the leaves, the part you eat is done and it's not Toast. making any new stuff either it's just gone into hibernation it's just given up for the year. right so i've got that um i've got some lettuce that i planted for a fall crop that has been sort of wrecked by the cold nights it couldn't take it and some lettuces is better handling cold than others this one is not so great uh it's kind of a, a romaine type lettuce uh paris cost i believe and um also, uh, all my root vegetables, uh, carrots, parsnips, and salsify, um, I still have some of those still in the ground. Uh, although I've been putting, I've put uh, plastic domes over where they're planted to keep the soil from freezing so I can actually get them out of the ground. So I'm, I'm playing around a little bit this year of, of uh, not necessarily bringing all that stuff. I've brought a lot of stuff in and stored it in the garage, but I've left some things. I mean, like, I've just been too busy, uh, mm. you know, whatever. So I thought, can I, can I, can I buy myself more time? A lot of people that garden, they get overwhelmed with having to, let's say it's your first year where you've got a large garden and you grow all this stuff. And then in the fall, you get overwhelmed with what am I going to do with all this stuff? And you just leave it there and it all rots. Mm. Then you say, oh, well, I'm not going to do that again. Right. So one solution is to find ways to be able to leave it out there and then just chip away at it. And that's the way I like to do a lot of things, just a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, so like I, I've, I've harvested, um, probably half my carrots and uh, probably two thirds of my parsnips, but there's some still out there. Uh, it's a Friday now and I get the day off, so I'll probably go out and chip away at it today. But I, 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 I hate feeling like I have to do something. Like, mm. I love feeling like, oh, I'll just do it until I don't feel like doing it anymore. And if I want to do something else, I want to do that too. Uh, I, I don't like having, my wife will always say, what are you going to do on your day off? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, I, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to decide at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever I want to do when I yeah. feel like it, whatever I want to do when I feel like it is, uh, I took sound like a five-year-old. <laughs> that's, that's, I think you need that. <laughs> I think that's healthy. It's true. Well, yeah, you got to be spontaneous. I've got, where I work, one of the things you have in our, our contract is that you can take a, there's a limit to how much of this you can do, but you can take time off without pay if you want. Um, hardly anyone does it. 
um because everybody everybody needs money <laughs> that, that's, that's like that's like all the time i take off <laughs> exactly. yeah all of your time off is low all of my time yeah because you're a professional consultant yes um, so uh so yeah last may i did that to do some to do a bunch of work in my garden and get out do some fishing and just but mainly mm. just to be able to though i told my wife is i i want to spend two weeks doing what i want when i want when i feel like it um if mm -hmm. i want to take a nap at uh one in the afternoon i want to do that you know yeah so, and it was yeah. it was great and i mean <laughs> you know it's it's it, you don't get paid for that time, but they, they sort of garnish it off. You, you You don't like, it's not like you don't get paid for a month. They basically just take that off of your pay in increments over time. Mm -hmm. so you, it's like, it would be like you just picked up an expensive habit for about 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the effect for about 10 weeks. Uh, you're, you're, you're spending like, you know, $150 more than you normally would or something. There's some period of time where right. your paycheck's a bit smaller. So it's like right. you pick, picked up a bad Coke habit or something for <laughs> a little while. Uh, get addicted to roulette or something and uh, <laughs> you recover from it, right? <laughs> Which many people do all the time. You know? Yes, so, <laughs> it might, might be a lot of people that you work with that do that on their time off. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's cheaper than a trip to Disney with your family. You know, it's, it's way sure. cheaper than that. Uh, and I had a great, yeah. I mean, I got a whole bunch of work. That was when I put all the sand in my garden. Mm. And uh, I went on a, uh, like a one week uh, survival trip uh, in the forest behind my house. Um, I got dropped off by a buddy in a different part of that, that forest. And I went in with like a, I don't know, I think it was a 70 pound pack. And uh, I came out after about three or four days because <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it rained the whole time. It was just uh, like, you know, I brought, I had a great setup. I had this sort of like camp set up, like a lean-to type thing. And I was oh, this is going to be perfect for an episode of the Maritime Outdoorsman. Yes, I won't blow it, but I was exploring. Yeah. It was all kinds of, I had a camp set up that was about mm -hmm. a one hour hike to about six different lakes, right? Oh, yeah. Because it's so lake, there's a lot of lakes around here, right? Um, yeah. So I just thought I'm going to go to a different lake every day and try to catch my supper sort of thing. And I brought like mm -hmm. just enough food to not, you know, um, normally yeah. when I go on these things, I bring less food than you need. So mm -hmm. um, I might have, uh, you know, my, my daily diet might be a <clears> thousand <throat> uh, calories that less than normal, but if I catch, right. catch, catch fish, then it's okay. So I usually lose some weight mm -hmm. while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, the first day was nice and the second day was nice and the the second day was nice and then it rained that night and when i woke up in the morning it rained all day and then the next day you know i woke up and i had a bad night i can't remember what happened something bad happened and the next day it was raining it was just miserable and i i, I turned on i had a little uh, radio with me like a shortwave radio i turned that mm -hmm. on and it was going to rain every day a lot right? <laughs> and i was just like i'm just going to be hunkered down i mean yeah i can yeah. Sure, sure i could make it right yeah. um, but, uh, and it's, and I, I've been on fishing trips where it's raining a lot and you don't mind at all because it's, it's warm mm. and you've mm -hmm. got like, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, different, you're, you're not alone. I mean, you've got a buddy right. cards with something like that. Yes. Um, yeah. there's some camaraderie there and you, you can sort of share the tasks and stuff like that. Um, but this one in particular, because of where I where this place is, it was just like bleak and cold and mm. windy and on top of it all. I hadn't picked a good site, so um, the there was days where the the wind wouldn't blow into. I had like a kind of like a <laughs> lean to you know the fire in front of it. There was days when the yeah. when the smoke was blowing away from uh, it. Oh yeah. And there was there's a way to set it up. You 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 know you're supposed to set your camp up 
juxtaposition to the prevailing wind a certain way, which I did. Mm -hmm. um, but there were certain days where it would just, the wind would not go the way it's supposed to go and it would blow it right into where you're sleeping. And you're, oh, Smoking oh. yourself out. Guys, yeah. it was so, and the whole point was I, I took, you know, took a week off to have fun and I was not having fun at all. <laughs> and I'm, I'm too old to care what anybody thinks about my machismo or my, my masculinity or whatever. I, I called my buddy, yep. like, buddy, I am done. This is not any fun. I can be home tonight to have an, mm -hmm. uh, hot, you know, watching TV. And this is, I'm just not having any fun. I, mean, I came here to do a bunch of fishing and I'm just hunkered down in the rain, breathing smoke, um, you know, just, just, just existing. This is not fun. Yeah. Not ex I came here to explore. Yeah. I'm not really exploring. I'm just, just mm. sur surviving. And uh, mm. there's no, I'm not going to win a million dollars to do what I'm doing this, you know, so. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, total, total diatribe. Um, back to gardening. Uh, <laughs> carrots, parsnips, I got those things going on. Uh, what to do in your garden this time of year is um, weeding and mulching, right? Um, there, you could, so I did a video very recently where I put a whole bunch of, uh, I took a garden that had some weeds in it. I pulled the weeds and I put mulch down. And I showed out, it only takes a few minutes to do that and it's really quick and it's an easy way to do it. And someone said, why are you pulling the weeds? Why don't you just put paper on top of the weeds? And uh, you can do that, but this time of year, depending on the kind of weed, um, if it's a perennial, it, uh, you know, like, if you cover a weed, um, cover and smother, you use that approach to kill weeds, it works if the weed is trying to grow and you're, you're depriving it of light. Mm. So it can't live without that. It needs light to live. So it's, you know, there's heat and it's trying to grow and it, it can't get light so it starves to death kind of, and it dies. Um, but if, that, if the ground is so cold that that plant has just gone dormant and it's not trying to grow, then all you've really done is mulched it and it'll probably, mm. you know, it'll probably just come back next year. So mm. for the plants that are annuals, yeah, just you don't really you just cover it and it'll be fine. But if any sort of weed you've got in your garden, a lot of weeds out there. I don't know what everything is. Um, if it's a perennial, you're just, you know, it's just going to be there next year with that massive root system it developed during the garden season. Um, mm -hmm. So let's pull it. So yeah, uh, weed and mulch, uh, hoard mulch, right? This time of year, people are, uh, I really dropped the ball yesterday. I came home from work and there was bags and mulch everywhere. And I just, I just wanted to get home. I was just done. Um, but I wish I'd grabbed, I could have filled the car too because I didn't have to pick up my kids. Um, when I pick up mulch in my car, I put them in the trunk, I put them in the back seat, I put them in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to really choose it. It's basically, you want to pick up mulch in a day when it's not raining because if it's raining, the mm. bags are dirty. They're covered in like Wet. dirt yeah. and mud and stuff like that. So it was a perfect day. It was like nice and reasonably nice and the bags look dry and they look clean. And I drove by a whole bunch of them. Uh, you know, it's really... You, you know, this is when this is the easiest time of year to 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 collect mulch because people are just taking mm. it to the end. I mean, it's right there for you to take, and even the bags are useful in a garden. And so you should get as much as you can. Some people will rake. Uh, some people don't do all their raking in the fall, and they do it in the spring. So sometimes in April and May, there's there's some more bags that you can get like that. But the bulk of them are this time of year. So. It's uh, the smartest thing you could possibly do is grab as much of that as possible, put it, uh, put it on all your beds, and then anything you've got extra, put that aside too, because you're, you're going to use it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so hoard, 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 <laughs> any source of mulch you can find. Um, uh, claiming new spaces in your garden, if uh, 
you you look at your garden and you think, you know what, I think I could put a bed there. You know, I think I want to make my garden a bit bigger. I want to expand it, right? This is a great time of year to do that. I mean, you can, you can, you know, build that frame, you can get it all set up, you can do whatever you're going to do to the soil, you can, you can mulch it, and that, the garden will have like an entire winter and early spring to, to just become a garden, I guess to put it that way, the, the, the living, the, the living things that are in that soil system have all that time to sort of adapt to this new, new uh, configuration that you've given it, right, um, and then it's just one more thing you don't have to do in the spring, especially if you don't get to do it till where I live, especially like May, uh, doing mm -hmm. anyth anything in the garden in May is hellish because you've got these black flies that are just breathing them in. Yeah. I don't know how many videos, uh, I always edit it out, but how many videos I've had to edit out a part because I breathe in a fly, cough it out, and swear my face up. I <laughs> 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 do it all the time, right? It drives me crazy, and you know, and people laugh and um, give me all mm -hmm. kinds of uh, suggestions for how to, oh, uh, you know, put a cigarette in a pop bottle or something. It's like, I have yeah. a billion black flies. That's not going to do nothing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just because you read something on a blog, yeah. it doesn't mean it works. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you're like on the edge of a wilderness where there's bobs and black mm, flies, like, yeah. there's, there's no solution. Yeah, you're out there. Yeah, I mean, you can cover yeah. yourself in some sort of mesh thing. I, I mm -hmm. you know, that's no good for video anyway. No. Um, no. Also, I just hate being covered in that. I can't stand. Yeah. I go fishing. I don't do any of that. No. I put like, um, you know, uh, was it Ben's One Hundred? I've got some old <laughs> stuff that I got. You know, <laughs> back back when eBay was amazing. Back when you could buy anything on eBay. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. it was great. Um, so I got all this like unbelievably toxic. Uh, bug yeah. That well, you're you're growing a third leg, but other than that, it's oh, pretty yeah. good. Well, I'll yeah. need that for when my knees give out on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, that yeah. stuff works great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it works better than just about anything. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that uh, claiming new spaces and just reorganizing. I mean, I've I've taken a. I don't know if I'll have the time this fall, but I actually have a plan to reorganize my entire not my entire garden, but the, the whole part of the garden for those that watch. <laughs> The part of the garden that is outside of the garden enclosure. Um, there's a fence part and there's a part that's outside the fence. I have a plan to bring that all to, to basically open the fence up, enclose the whole thing mm. um, for a number of reasons. Um, so that's going to be some good episodes, but I don't know if I've got enough time this winter to do that. But I, it's, and I think if I do that, I can actually add about five more four by eight beds to the garden. <laughs> <laughs> nice and then that'll be as big i mean the garden's basically as big as i can handle on mm. my own it's the same size as a ruth stoke garden it's if you look at most of these uh, sort of people gurus that write books and grow a lot of food in their backyard uh, and, and they're growing their own food they're not like have a market garden or whatever mm. it's just, you know growing trying to grow as much of their own food as possible about 2500 square feet seems to be like mm. the size um sure you could go larger i suppose but that's I, I just it's just it's about the limit of what I can uh, manage. Um, you know, the kids are getting to be helpful. Like uh, I gave them a great task the other day. I picked all my grapes, and uh, you know, in the, in the clusters, and I put a big bowl of grape clusters on the table. And I said, "Okay, your job <laughs> is to take all of these grapes off the clusters and remove the stem, and to pick out all the ones that look gross or funny in any way." And uh, nice. They just sat there for, I don't know, half an hour and just talked to each other. And yeah. for, for I don't know why, but they didn't complain. 
and they did it and I didn't have to do it. I hate doing that stuff, right? Like, you know, yeah. hulling, hulling strawberries. I like making the jam, but the hulling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They did all that stuff, you know, it was just, yeah. I mean, that stuff. I mean, if you, the more you can get like your kids, I've, I've got them to help me pick all the, the leaves off the herbs sometimes so we can dry them. Yeah, yeah. That's a tedious job, right? And they've got those yeah. tiny, tiny little hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Better for that stuff. Child labor is a... It's Man. a great thing. Oh, you see why people had large families in the old days. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they don't, they don't get there. You know what children don't have? Arthritis. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, they will when they're older because of the child labor. <laughs> I'll be long gone by then. <laughs> blame it on some other thing. Oh, that was from those damn smartphones. That was from the iPads. Them video yeah. games. <laughs> all them video games you played. <laughs> don't be old playing dad uh, <laughs> reorganizing uh also another great thing to do this time of year um and i uh, is to document your your success and your failure you know what you did that year uh what you know like every year you have a couple ideas uh, as things go wrong you have some ideas of why it went wrong and how to solve that also, just rent it. Like I just said, I'm not going to plant kohlrabi next year. So on my, I have a place where I keep all this stuff, and I've, I've done episodes on this. But one of the things in bold is going to be don't plant kohlrabi. Nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell myself not to yeah. do that because it's just a waste yeah. of time. It's, I could have grown something mm. everybody likes, and that's I should have grown more beets. I think mm. that's. I think I'll even write that down because uh, my wife and I like beets, and the kids will eat them. Nice. So they'll, you know, if we put like. You know, they'll choke it down. They put one cut up beet on their plate with the Sunday dinner sort of thing. They'll they'll yeah. eat it. You know they'll do, and they won't like leave it till last. They'll like work it into oh. the you know the, the system sort of thing because yeah. beets are sweet, right? So if you yeah. cook them, cook them good, roast them sort yeah. of thing. They don't taste. They, they taste really good, right? So yeah, more beets, no kohlrabi, um, but other things. Just you know things that maybe you had a problem with the pest, or maybe something didn't grow very well. Or there's a certain space in your garden where you tried to grow something and now you realize it's just not a good space because there's not enough light mm-hmm. or whatever. Like there's a place mm-hmm. I tried to grow. The other thing, I grew, I grew all these cucumbers. I grew pickling cucumbers and I grew salad cu- cu- cucumbers. And, uh, and just for whatever reason, like we like salad cucumbers with tomatoes, like cucumber, tomato, basil, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. when I had cucumbers, I didn't have any tomatoes. The tomatoes, the tomatoes weren't ready until the cucumbers were done. Right. Um, and I'm a tomato, tomatoes are never ready until September. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just, uh, just not uh, a good way to do it. Um, so I just, I'm going to write, don't, don't grow salad cucumbers. <laughs> just, yeah. You can use the pickling cucumbers as salad cucumbers anyway. Um, anyway, so that sort of stuff, your successes and failures and, and just ideas you have for how to be, and th- that's how you become, you know, people always say you've got a green thumb and all that sort of rubbish. Um, it's, it's more about just, constantly staying with the problem and trying to build in your successes and come up with, you know, try to figure out where things went wrong and come up with a, just try something different every, every year. Or if you, you know, maybe it's just a different space, you know, try just, just constantly coming up with uh, ideas and reasoning and trying to understand what's going on and having a plan for next year. Uh, you'll, you'll become a better gardener. <laughs> you just, oh yeah. You know, even if you just write down what went wrong, you can go read about it and that sort of stuff. Um, so there's that. And uh, of course, anything that's still in your garden to be uh, to be used, um, blanch, freeze, preserve, all that sort of stuff, use your stuff up. So 
that's what you know that's what's going on in the garden right now that's the sort of stuff uh, i'm doing this time of year so um uh, yeah if you're unaware of what what can be happening in a garden in in november a lot of activity a lot of things you can be doing um even december it's, it's really january is uh, not a lot <laughs> mm. january and february you know sometimes late february if if uh, the weather's right and my, my domes have thawed something on, I might, might sow some spinach or something like that. But um, mm. really, um, November is a time of activity in the garden. There's lots to do. So, uh, Dave, it's great, yes, having sir. You, great having you back, man. Always well, fun. hopefully it didn't uh, side rail the, uh, the episode too much having me here. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. No, it was, it's, good. it's always good to catch up. We've always, yes. we've always hit it off well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I look forward to uh, to, uh, to the sort of uh, renewed effort into the uh, Maritime Outdoors mm -hmm. podcast. Um, everyone, if you're listening to this and you want to help support the show, uh, I've got sponsors, Best Seeds and Safest Gardening Products. Uh, if you look at the description box or through, uh, you know, uh, on the podcast website, the show notes, um, there's details there for um, coupon codes. Um, if you want to help support my show and there's something they sell that you need, go to their website, buy that thing, and uh, that'll, that'll help to convince them that I'm, uh, I'm a good partner for them. So, uh, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, Dave, great having you on the show. And uh, everyone out there, until next time, get out there, get at it, have fun in your Thanks for watching. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thanks, man. See ya.